What's going on, guys? My name is Mateo. Welcome back. So, today we're going to talk a little bit about tyranny and the growth of the authoritarian surveillance state, something we've been commenting on here for a while, but it looks like it's getting pretty out of control. <laughs> I mean, you've got Lithuania, you've got Germany, you've got New Zealand, Australia, and soon to be the United States. Canada's already doing this as well, where you have a two-tiered society coming in into vogue, coming into play. And it looks like if you're not in one of those tiers, you're not going to have a good time. You're going to have to do that pizza, which means to buy Monero, hopefully, and to buy, of course, Pirate Chain, if you haven't noticed the great gear that we are adorning here today. And this is a Pirate Chain hat as well. Thank you, Lutes, for sending this all in the mail and sharing your loot with us. Uh, I got mugs. I got magnets. I got little business card things. Great stuff. Thank you, Lutes, for sharing. And uh, I'm glad that we can come together as one group, as one team, as one force in the fight for liberty here, and the fight to take away the power of the money changers in our society to destroy our society by sucking our souls, by sucking the life out of us to fund their initiatives for whatever nefarious things that they're doing in the world. So it's good that we can come together uh, and share our love for liberty and to share our love for a new world, which is coming into being, hopefully, with our commitment to the principles of liberty and our commitment to money which is by and for the people so with that being said let's just go ahead and get into it guys uh, i hope that you guys have been having a good time there's been a lot of stuff going on in the world and i know i've been out for a couple days but we are back in the battle so those shorts better be spooked and scared because we're coming after them anyways we're going to talk a little bit first about australia my Aussie friends, and I know we have some Australian listeners here. Some of that is thanks to our buddy Jesse, who is an Aussie mate himself. And uh, yeah, I'm praying for you guys because things are getting really wild over in Australia. And it's it's unbelievable that we consider them an ally. We should not be allied with Australia with all the stuff going on. Uh, they should be kicked out of whatever UN Security Council that there is. But then, of course, the UN is a corrupt organization. And Elon Musk was talking yesterday about how they uh, used a lot of their money for other disgusting and evil things uh, that had nothing to do with solving world hunger. Anyways, we'll get into that another time. I can barely even talk about it without getting banned off YouTube. That's how bad it is. But uh, yeah, Australia not doing good. Australia is now threatening citizens with seizure of homes and bank accounts over COVID violations. And you know what? I'm just going to say it. I don't care. YouTube, uh, kick me off if you'd like. That's just, we're talking about uh, the reality here. Multiple reports out of Australia over the last few days have confirmed that the state and territory governments are threatening to seize homes and bank accounts of citizens over unpaid COVID violation fines. This as much of the country's population are now living under uh, stabby mandates linked to employment, take the jab, or face termination. So, yeah, I mean, it's getting wild. If you're not going to take the stabby, and it's not just this stabby, it's the next stabby, the next stabby, the next stabby, and I think in the United States now, we're on number four. I mean, they're saying that they just approved number four to come on down the line. And I think in Israel, if you didn't have the third booster, even if you had the first two, you're not considered fully stabbed, <laughs> which sounds bad, right? I mean, you're not, you know what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, just going to be a continual thing. I mean, what, uh, 
where is the end point to all this? I mean, there is no end point. They're just going to keep doing it. They're going to keep doing it because it's a cash cow for them. Now there's an industry which is propped up around this. And the same thing has happened with climate change. There's a multi-hundred billion dollar industry which is built up around this religious faith that if the government doesn't take control of the climatological apparatus of the planet, then everything's going to go to hell. Okay, and same thing with uh, this new industry now, which it is an industry. Everything that the government aims to solve, there is an industry which builds up around it, which aims to make money off of this problem, which means that the problem never goes away because there is a profit incentive to keep the problem going. And so uh, that's why I'm worried about these stabbies is because I don't think they're meant to fix the problem, which evidently they don't according to their own statistics. Uh, and they're just going to keep making money off everybody. And who knows what the detriment is to people's health. It doesn't seem to be very good. But, yeah, I mean, if you're not going along with this, now the government, which has become totally a corporate fascist state in Australia and pretty much around the world, but evidently in Australia, they are going to raid your homes and your bank accounts. Now, why are people getting these fines? Well, it's because they were not doing what they were supposed to do, according to the Australian state, which I think had a mandate uh, like last month, where you had to take a picture of yourself, wherever it is you were, and send it to the government with geolocation information to affirm where it is you were so that the government can make sure you weren't outside of the nice, cute, a lot of bubble that they provided you to stay in. Pretty crazy stuff. So it says here that the Queensland Health Authority, uh, it says Queenslanders who received fines for breaking co- uh, COVID rules risk having their homes seized and bank accounts frozen in a government crackdown to collect $5.2 million in repayments. So the Australian government, of course, wastes billions of dollars on hoopla, and they shut down the economy over a virus which kills 0.001% of the population. But you see, they really want that $5.2 million, and they're willing to break in your home. They're willing to violate your rights in order to get that dough. And we asked the question yesterday— If you have money on a public blockchain, ladies and gentlemen, and they can see it, they can see your balance, unlike with Monero, because you don't have a stealth address when you have Bitcoin or when you have Ethereum, etc. Are they going to come for that? And we're about to get to an interesting story here in a sec, which was out in 2015, but uh, let's get to this first. 3,000 cases of unpaid fines have piled up across the large northeast Australian state, but the current number may be much more. So it could be a lot of people, which means that a lot of people aren't going to take the personal risk to stand up for these people, uh, even even though they should. Because if they're going to go after these people like that, they're going to definitely come after you at some point for maybe something less. SPER was undertaking active enforcement on another 18.4% of fines worth about $1 million. And they are going to garnish bank accounts, wages. They're going to register charges over property or suspend driver's licenses. So check this out. This is something that you hear from the Bitcoin bros a lot. They're like, okay, so they're not going to get my seed phrase. They're not going to get it in my wallet, man. I don't care if they see what I got. Come and get it. Well, okay. They're just going to garnish wages. They're going to get into your bank account, take your money, and you need your bank account in order to pay for things in this world as of now. They are going to take your property. They're going to take your homes. And they're going to suspend driver's licenses and other things that you need. Maybe suspend your business license. Okay. There is a number of ways that they could get your assets, like even if they can't get into your Bitcoin wallet. Do you guys understand this or no? Like if they can see how much money you have, 
and you're unwilling to give it to them, maybe because they make it uh, ridiculous to hold it based on unrealized capital gains taxes, based on a number of things that we've talked about here on the channel. They punish you for having it in some way. Or you owe them money. You say they, you don't have it. You don't have the cash for it. They see that you have Bitcoin. Maybe they do other things, right? Just things to think about. Well, then they can do a number of things on you. They can put a number on you, 100%. So it's more important, guys, not to just have assets they can't necessarily get to, but to have assets they don't know that you have. That is important. That is very, very important. More people are going to wake up to this. So effectively, large swaths of Australia are seeing the government now exercising total control over their lives, taking away everything from citizens who apparently still have no recourse, private citizens, monies, property, and even ability to freely transport their own vehicles under threat. Yeah, they could take your car away. They can make it so that you can't ride public transportation. They can make it so that you don't go anywhere. Maybe if you don't give up your Bitcoin. I mean, just think about this, guys. If we're seeing this right now, what's the limit here? What's the extent that they won't go to? And we'll get to an article here in a sec, which is interesting. Uh, but yeah, they're going to call in debt collectors. Uh, they're going to do other things. So these fines are from people not wearing the mask at the public park or whatever. I mean, you, you guys are aware of all this. But check this out. This is from the New Zealand Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern. Some woman in charge of the country for some reason. Check this out. So you basically said this is going to be like, well, it's almost like uh, you probably don't see it like this, the two different classes of people. If you're vaccinated or if you're unvaccinated, you have all these rights. If you are vaccinated... That is what it is. So, yep. Yep. Literally telling you right there, there's going to be two classes of people. Okay. So if you're in one of those classes, you're not going to be able to buy or sell as easily as you would be able to if you were stabbed, right? <sighs> or continue to be stabbed. So... Just understand that this could literally save people's lives. Monero could literally save people's lives and keep the economy going for the people who are trying to make a living, just as normal people who don't want to go along with this satanic program. And so we need to start to build these parallel economic networks. We need to start to ask people with urgency, hey, do you accept Monero? This is going to be really important here. And let me tell you about it quick. This is private. This is fast. This is effective. We have peer-to-peer -peer mining operations, which makes it completely decentralized. We expect, we expect these networks to continue to keep functioning in an environment where there is some kind of crackdown, which makes it difficult for us to buy and sell with one another because some third party is becoming totally authoritarian and tyrannical and wants to get involved in our lives. This makes our relationship economically possible. Just make that case to people. Let them understand how important this is because... This is just the beginning, guys. I mean, when we move into the new crisis, which has to do with climate change, which has to do with the end of the world, which Prince Charles came out and talked about yesterday, well, this is going to become a normal way of life. It's not just going to be you need your health passport. It's going to be you got to have your climate passport to make sure that you are not emitting more CO2 and endangering the planet as you otherwise would be able to. We need to make sure that you're a good global citizen. You're going along with the global program to save the earth, right? Because if you're not, boom, you're a carbon-based life form, which is taking up too much carbon. Boom, you're gone. Or whatever they do. I don't know. But check this out. 
This is RT. And by the way, this was Zero Hedge, this prior article. This is from 2015. But check this out. Australian police raid home of possible Bitcoin creator. Now, Craig Wright, not a very smart guy. I mean, obviously, he's a very smart guy. But not in practical terms. I mean, I don't know why anyone would say they are the creator of Bitcoin. I mean, you've, you've already got your Bitcoin. When you make yourself linked to one of the biggest Bitcoin wallets on Earth, the tax bros are going to come after you. The state's going to come after you. And we've been talking about unrealized capital gains taxes here on this channel. And uh, shoot, I, I lost the image. Check this out. Oh, man. Where'd it go? I, I thought I had it in the downloads. Never mind. But there's... No, I, I gotta find this. Hold on. I'm gonna pause the video. All right, we're back. I just had to get this video. Check it out. So, uh, <laughs> I thought this was funny. Pay unrealized capital gains tax. Admit that I'm not Satoshi. Because <laughs> it's true. I mean, if an unrealized capital gains tax happened, Craig Wright would literally be in that sphere of uh, taxation, right? He would be in that top tax bracket where they're going to go after your uh, wealth through wealth tax, unrealized capital gains. Are you going to want to pay those hundreds of millions of dollars of taxes? Was it worth it to you to make yourself known as Satoshi for hundreds of millions of dollars that you'd have to pay the government? And by the way, if he really was Satoshi, he would have been kidnapped by now. He would have been totally assanged. But uh, who knows? I don't know. You guys make your arguments. But uh, yeah, the Austrian police raided this guy's house. Uh, and they call him a climate change denier, right? Uh, and eccentric, right? So... Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure why they raided him. Maybe it's because he was a climate change denier. I mean, maybe it's going to get to that point. But I think they raided him for tax purposes, right? So tax officials are going after him. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the same thing could happen, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, they're look at this. They're going after this guy for taxes, okay? So they're going to come after you guys for taxes, too. Because if your ID is linked to your Bitcoin account, which they want to do, by the way. I mean, that's going to be one of the main things which entices institutions to get into Bitcoin. Because as of now, it's too, quote-unquote, sketchy. It's too involved in dark stuff. We don't know who owns the Bitcoins. They want to have everyone's wallet linked up with their ID. And the European Union is already working on this. They're already trying to get people linked up to where there's no such thing as an anonymous wallet. That's what they're trying to do right now. So that's the future for Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin's going to be heavily held in custodial wallets. If you do own it in your own wallet, you're going to have to fill out a bunch of paperwork to make sure they know who you are. You're going to have to register your wallet with the IRS, probably with whatever authority that is in control of you. Uh, and that is going to be a pretext so that if they do pass unrealized capital gains taxes, if they do uh, come after you for unpaid taxes because maybe you owe them money, you don't have the cash for it, and you thought you could just pull your assets off the system, quote-unquote, and get it into Bitcoin and protect those assets from the authorities which are going to come after you, well, then they're going to see that you're hiding your Bitcoin in a particular wallet, and they're going to put liens on your home. They're going to seize assets, and you know if you don't want to give up your Bitcoin— uh, they are going to put that Bitcoin on a blacklist, perhaps a no-fact blacklist, which makes it so that anyone who takes your Bitcoin then gets put on a blacklist themselves because, boom, it's tainted Bitcoin. The exchanges won't take it, and you won't be able to move it anywhere. 
that they can do that with Bitcoin, guys. This is serious. I mean, people just hand wave this stuff away. This is going to be a problem in the future. I uh, this is a problem now. I mean, what am I talking about? There's 700 Bitcoin addresses and UTXOs that are on an OFAC blacklist. They effectively can't trade or transfer, uh, lest the miners get uh, tainted block awards, etc. So again, Monero super key. We're definitely going to be needing that. But I thought that was an interesting story. So check this out. Uh, this is from Lithuania. This is a dude who's living in this new, wonderful, brave new world that is coming for all of us. And so uh, this is something which is to make, again, Monero look very, very important because it is. And if we don't set up these parallel economic systems, we are going to end up like this gentleman. And life is going to become harder. So check it out. In just six weeks, the COVID pass has transformed my country into a regime of control and segregation. This is the new society created in Lithuania, the nation furthest along the path to authoritarianism, inevitably facing all countries which impose a COVID pass regime. The COVID pass in Lithuania is called an opportunity pass. Oh, doesn't that sound nice and peaceful and neutral? The opportunity pass allows you the opportunity to participate in society. Without the opportunity pass, you don't have opportunity. Your rights are restricted. So we've lost our jobs. Uh, it's been six weeks so far. There is currently no end date plan for the new regime. It's not going away. It's going to change into the COVID, or excuse me, the climate change regime. You're going to need your climate pass. And we're already seeing this coming, and I'm going to make a video on this later, where they have um, scores that are being issued not only to companies but to individuals now to measure their ESG rating, okay? And ESG stands for Environmental, Social, and Governmental, which just means the new social credit score. This is going to play into that. This is going to play into the social credit score. The ESG thing is how they're going to introduce it into the West because now everyone's concerned about climate change, the end of the world. And if you want to have a good ESG score, that means you have to have a low carbon footprint. Oh, would you look at that? Or you got to be friendly to the government or, you know, you've got to be friendly to the new neo-fascist corporations. So, yeah, I mean, this is definitely coming. This is going to morph into something far more ominous. But check it out. With no pass... We may only enter small shops with street entrances, which mainly sell essential goods, food, pharma, optics, or farm slash pet goods. Uh, so luckily, they still have that. Luckily, you can get the essential goods. And, you know, it might be a good thing for us that we can only get the essential goods because we don't need all this consumer crap. These corporations want to sell us a bunch of crap that we can't buy. Go ahead. Do it. I, I don't care. I, we don't need it. We just need the essentials. Um they can take their extras that they want to uh, corrupt us with through uh, nefarious marketing campaigns. They can take it and shove it. Every other store must, by law, ban people without the pass. In Lithuania, the pass is called GP. GP signs are now ubiquitous at stores and public buildings to signal compliance with the policy of banishment. I mean, guys, check this out. This is just wild. I mean, this is like the new star system, except like inverse. All shopping centers ban people without the COVID pass. Uh, machines have been installed to scan and verify the pass of each person who enters. And I guess they're at least giving new people jobs. Isn't that nice? And I, I remember this during the pandemic. It was just so pathetic. There are people that are being hired at these restaurants to allocate seats to people so that they're 
uh, you know, dispersed in a socially distant way. Look at this guy. Look at this worthless guy right here with the mask. I mean, this is the new job that they're going to provide for all the great compliant civil social workers who just want to make sure that everybody is abiding by the new laws to keep us safe. The new, uh, well, what do you call them? Stasi? What do you call them? Uh, brown shirts? I don't know what you call them. This is a clothing store by law. It must ban my wife and me because we don't have the COVID pass. Clothing is not considered essential. Well, maybe not. Who knows? Get freaking. Why is an ID needed to shop in addition to a pass? To verify the pass is yours. So, yeah, this is going to go totally digital. Um, and by the way, it's going to include a lot of things. And Florida is already working on making it so that um, your driver's license needs to be digital as well. You're not, I mean, you could have a physical driver's license, but that's going to be uploaded into a system. And I imagine these passports are then going to have everything that you otherwise would need in a civil society. Maybe it's got your IDs. Maybe uh, that's what you scan in order to turn on your car. I mean, who knows where this is going to go, right? So supporting good stores, you can't get in. Uh, some supermarkets, you can't get in. Non-essential services, you can't get in. A religious supply store, uh, you can't get in. So you guys see where this is going, right? We could go through all this. This guy goes on for dozens of tweets. So pretty wild stuff. This ain't going away. It's like the Patriot Act, not going away. But ba -da -ba -da. So you're going to have to get used to living a simpler life. So deeply wrong. And, yeah, this is medical tyranny. And this was going over the... Uh, tweets that we had had. And yeah, look at Singapore's cases. I mean, I don't want to get into the science of this stuff, but check it out. Isn't that wild? This was after they started their stabby campaign. Boom, goes nuclear. I mean, look, I mean, you, you guys can make your own decisions in regards to that. Yeah, two-tiered society in New Zealand. So, yeah, I mean, you guys see this coming, don't you? We all see this coming. We had talked about this, and nobody wants this to happen. Almost nobody wants this to happen. But there is an interesting thing going on in society right now where it's sort of like a complicity trap. It's like you take the stabby, and then all of a sudden, because you have made that decision, uh, and maybe you were uncertain about that decision, maybe you're starting to see data which is doubting that decision, you want other people to get in too. Because you don't want to feel alone in this bad decision that you've made, assuming that it is a bad decision. I'll leave it up to you to determine that. But the more people that get into this with you, the more comforted that you could feel. And if punishment starts to come down upon your fellow neighbor for not taking this thing, I mean, you could be psychologically inclined to want to punish them for not joining you in this risky endeavor that you have personally decided to go on. Does that make sense? And so there is definitely a psychological element to all of this, in my opinion. And so that's something to look out for. I mean, societies have gone into uh, crazes before, you know, going back to witches, uh, which to me is a more legitimate concern than this. <laughs> but, uh, you know, people get into hysterias. We've been into a long series of mass hysterias now for a number of years, you know, from Russia to 
uh, Ukraine to, uh, you know, the election being Ill- illegitimate. I mean, there's a lot of hysterias which have been happening. And our country is just in a hysteria as of now. The entire world is because of social media, because of too much information overflow, lack of uh, religious grounding. So those are just some comments on that. Just in, Merkel, new severe restrictions coming from coming for the uninoculated people of Germany. And we've already seen this with German supermarkets starting to refuse people who are unstabbed, right? So this is happening. The German state of Hesse has allowed supermarkets and other stores to require proof of inoculation or proof of recovery. Now, I'm not sure what proof of recovery means. Uh, maybe a negative test or something before granting access to their facilities. Pretty wild, right? Pretty wild. But yeah, now Germany is making it nationwide, perhaps. And everyone's connecting the dots together here. So, yeah, and this guy makes a pretty key point. Climate change lockdowns and climate change passports to save the planet. Right? I mean, they will do anything to save the planet, won't they? You understand this? And to some degree, that's what this disease was all about. It was saving humanity because this was going to end the earth uh, for human beings, right? But climate change is bigger, of course. It's not just about human beings. It's about the future of the planet, right? What expense can go unexpensed in such a desperate time. So we went over this yesterday. This guy is pretty much declaring war on the private sector. So, Listen to this. Ladies and gentlemen, my plea today is for countries to come together to create the environment that enables every sector of industry to take the action required. We know this will take trillions, not billions of dollars. Trillions, he said. Trillions. We also know that countries, many of whom are burdened by growing levels of debt, simply cannot afford to go green. Here we need a vast military-style campaign to marshal the strength of the global private sector. Military-style campaign, guys. He's talking about a global military-style campaign. So just understand what the prerequisites may be for that right to marshal watch the language marshal that's a military word marshal forces marshal the funds for a fundamental economic transition he says with trillions at his disposal far beyond global and he just GDP said the private sector has trillions now what does that mean with trillions at his here we need a vast military-style campaign to marshal the strength of the global private sector. Global private sector. With trillions at his disposal, far beyond global GDP, and with the greatest respect, beyond even the governments of the world's leaders, it offers the only real prospect of achieving fundamental economic transition. So, right, they're going to enact insane taxes. They're going to make it so that in order for institutional investors to get access 
to a particular stock, they need to prove that they are ESG. Uh, and Larry Fink has already been doing this, and we're going to make a video about this, where Larry Fink, who is the head of BlackRock, the biggest asset manager in the world, one of the biggest investors in the world, he sent out a letter to all the companies that he has invested in. And he said, if you want our money, if you want us to remain invested in you, you are going to have to become ESG compliant. You're going to have to go green. And the European Union Central Bank, the European Central Bank, the ECB, said the same thing. They said that if you want us to buy your debt, if you want negative interest rate debt, then you are going to have to go green. You're going to have to be compliant with our ESG standards. The European Central Bank sent this, and that's a death sentence. If you are in Europe and you don't have that money coming into your coffers, if you can't sell your debt to the ECB, I mean, who's going to buy your debt? It's negative interest, right? And if it's negative interest, that means that those people are going to be paying you to hold your debt, which nobody who is a rational economic actor would do. I mean, they'd rather buy Squid Game coin. You know what I mean? It's... It's crazy, and so it's going that direction. All the corporate, all the corporations are going to have to comply with this. All the citizenry is probably going to have to comply with this, which is why the ESG social credit system is probably going to come into play for everybody, which is going to play perhaps into this digital passport development. So lastly, we're just going to talk about this. And again, Monero, super key. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau calls for COVID lessons to be applied to climate change. This was back in February of this year. He said, what we have learned from this COVID crisis will be applied to climate change. He's talking about, guys, lockdowns. This is going to become a permanent fixture of our lives where you can't travel certain places. You can't use so much gas to go from point A to point B. You're going to have to do everything at home. You're going to have to work from home. You're going to have to do everything through telecom. And now Facebook and Microsoft are coming out with their own metaverses where everything's going to be virtual reality. Instead of us going out to actually meet each other, we're going to meet each other in Decentraland in some virtual reality space. That is, it, it's not even real, but that's where the interface for interaction is going to be. It's going to be in the digital realm. You're going to own nothing and be happy. That's the future, ladies and gentlemen. Meanwhile, Bill Gates buys up all the farmland while BlackRock buys up all the residential real estate, while you have some automated vehicle which you don't even own but comes to pick you up in the morning, and if you are suspected of anything, boom, they just lock the doors and take you to the authorities. I mean, this is the world that we're moving into, ladies and gentlemen. And they can do this because they have the money. They have the power to tax. They have the power to inflate. They have the power to pay the forces necessary in order to bring this totally inverted world into being. This is a defilement of nature. This is in contrast to any kind of world that any of us would want, really. And they're able to do this, though, because they have power of the money. We need the money back, ladies and gentlemen. That's why Monero's key, which has raised concerns about the future climate blockades that will restrict movement and freedom of consumption to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Right. So we're starting to see this. The blockade of the new COVID epidemic has brought the progressive dream of a one-party country to Western democracies. And look, everyone's in on this. Boris Johnson, who's supposed to be some kind of conservative, in Britain is totally all in on this. 
I mean, he's kept his country locked down the longest. Well, other than Australia, of course, which is head by a prime minister who is also, quote-unquote, conservative, Republican. I forgot what his name was. Daniel or something? Crazy stuff, ladies and gentlemen. So it doesn't matter what political aisle they're on. Guys, I've lost all faith in politics. There's no hope in politics. Disengage from politics. It's over. There is no political solution to this. The only solution we have is to opt out. That's all we can do. All we can do, ladies and gentlemen, is opt out of the system. There's no changing the system politically. It's over. It's completely over, which is why you need to get spiritually right, too, because the world that we're about to move into is going to become very difficult. It's going to be very trying. And this is going to be a war, okay? And we fight this war on our particular front. There are many fronts that you could fight in this battle because this is all or nothing, what we're in. The way that we can do this is with Monero, as far as I'm concerned. Let me go full screen. And we can't lose. We can't lose. And I'd recommend gold and silver, too, for in case they decide to shut off the Internet. Who knows what could happen, right? You still have something that you could trade with your fellow man that is off the system. And I've been talking to some people behind the scenes. It's probably a good idea to buy some food, too. Because I hear a lot of people are stocking up. That could be important as well. So, I don't mean to make this as much of a doomer kind of video. I mean, maybe it's because I'm quitting smoking. I'm in this state of anxiety. Which I'm not really. I'm actually in a state of peace. I feel rather good. Uh, I've been reading up on my catechism today. Catechism, whatever. And uh, I'm otherwise feeling pretty good. I'm just feeling a little bit weak because I haven't had that wonderful smoke. But... We are going through the process. My energy will come up, come back at some point. Uh, nevertheless, uh, God is with us uh, in whatever does happen, ladies and gentlemen. What these people cannot get is your soul. They can't make you do anything that you don't want to do, you understand. You have the ultimate choice at all times. And I, I'm not saying that these choices are going to become easier. They're going to become ever more difficult. But if you have red lines in the sand, ladies and gentlemen, there are certain things that you just won't do. They can only get so far. The more that we compromise, the more that we give into comfort, because that's how they really get us, guys. They get us by tempting us with comforts. Oh, you want to eat nice foods? You want to get into this nice restaurant? Boom, you're going to have to take your stabby. Oh, you want to go travel? You want to go enjoy the beauty of the Fiji Islands? You want to go to Ireland so that you can enjoy uh, having a pint with the good lads down in Dublin? Well, you're going to have to take that stabby. They, They... are going to tempt you with everything, ladies and gentlemen, in order to goad you into this new system. And you just have to know what your red lines are, and you have to know what your boundaries are. you got to establish those boundaries, and you got to defend those boundaries at all costs. That's the problem with Western civilization, which is why our borders are being flooded right now. We have no boundaries anymore. The men are not in control. And that can be changed by us starting to enforce our own boundaries in our own lives, spiritually, physically, and with every other means to our disposal. So that's it. That's it. This has a different vibe than some of the videos I know we've put out in the past, but just a lot has been on my mind recently. Uh, And I want to impart this information to you because it's becoming ever more important. So Monero first, guys. Monero first. The battle continues. Please check out our uh, links below if you want to 
check out our social media. Uh, donation addresses are below for all of our wonderful Freedom Coins, Pirate Chain, Darrow, Conceal Network, Monero, of course. And if you send me Bitcoin, I'm flipping that on our lovely Cake Wallet back into Monero, which is going to be awesome. Great feature that they have there. And that's it. Monero Mateo, we'll see you next time. Have a great one. God bless.